uh, just to reflect on a few thoughts of what the Father says of the Son at his baptism. You know, we, as we stand here at the cusp of a new year, if you think about like a wave, you're coming up a wave and you get to the top and then you look down the other side, or if you're climbing up a mountain and you get to the top and you look down the other side, there's no way to know what's coming. Um, it's the year is spread out before us. And as somebody said, this might be the year when the Lord calls us home. And this might be the year when he comes for his own. Um, but one thing that we can be sure of, we can be sure of a lot of things from looking at the word and looking at the promises of God and knowing his faithfulness. But one thing that we can be sure of, we will face temptations and trials in the coming year. In some ways, the year that spread out in front of us is like a, wild, like a wilderness, a wilderness of trial that, we'll, that we're wandering into. And it makes me think of the Lord Jesus going into the wilderness for those 40 days and 40 nights of testing and trial. Um, and we know that story and we know that the Lord was able to resist those temptations from the enemy. And he was sustained while he was there uh, by the Lord and by his angels. But one of the things that struck me as I was thinking of this episode in the life of Christ recently is how before he went into the wilderness, he received these words from heaven, from the Father. And it's a very short thing that he says, but it's full of significance and full of meaning not only for the Lord Jesus, but also for us, his people. So this is in Mark chapter 1, and in verse 10, well, it's just verse 9. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately... He saw the heavens being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. And then we see in verse 12, the spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. But I'd like to think about those three things that the voice says about the Lord Jesus. You are my son. You are beloved. With you, I am pleased. You know, it's no one had ever come into the earth about which God could say these three things to the extent that he did with the Lord Jesus. When the Lord came up out of the water. God himself spoke 
and said, you are my son. You are loved. You are accepted or I am pleased with you. But then in a miracle, we find that these three things can now be said of us who are in Christ. This is what it means to be in Christ. To be a child of God, to be loved by God, and to be accepted by God. These are the three things that every human heart is longing to hear. That every human heart needs. We need to know who we are. We need to know that we are loved. And we need to know that we are accepted. Those three core needs drive every human being as they wander through the wilderness of this world. There's a struggle to find out who you are. I, you know, you, there's uh, almost a cliche or a joke about the, the young person in college. They're trying to find themselves. I remember when I was that age and I definitely felt like I was trying to find myself. But this is a process that everyone goes through to try to figure out who am I? Who am I really? What is my identity? Well, for the Christian, the most important answer to that question is you are a son, a daughter of God. And so when the Lord speaks from heaven and says, these three things about the Lord Jesus, I'd like to just reflect with three passages of scripture that he is also saying these things to you this morning who are in Christ. He's telling you, you are my child. You are loved. You are accepted by me. And we need those three messages if we're going to go through the wilderness of this coming year in a way that glorifies God, a way that doesn't trip us up, a way that allows us to walk in newness of life, to walk in a way that glorifies him and encourages and builds up the people around us. So first, let's just look at Romans chapter 8, and we see that we need that message you are a child of God. You know, in Romans 8, we find one of the ministries of the Spirit is to assure us that we are children of God. Romans 8, uh, verse 14 for all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, 
provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. So that key question of identity, who are you? Who am I? The most important answer to that question that we need this coming year is to know you are a child of God. The Spirit is telling you, ministering to you, reminding you, you are his child. You know, if we uh, forget who we are, then we won't be able to live in the right manner. We won't be able to live a life that God has called us to be. So let's hear that message this morning. You are my son. You're my daughter. You're my child. But then sometimes we need more than to know who we are. We need to know that we are loved. Um, there's a famous song that says, looking for love in all the wrong places. And all human beings are looking for love. They're wanting to know that they're loved. And if we can hear God telling us this morning through our relationship with the Lord Jesus, telling us that we're loved, then we won't have to scramble for the love of others, for the love of a fickle world that sometimes loves us when we're doing well. But then when we slip up, we're uh, cast aside. But no, in God, in Christ, we are loved. You know, we sometimes sing that song that says, and we know that we are loved with that same love that rests on thee, that rests on the Lord Jesus. That's an amazing thought. You know, it comes out in the book of John um, several times in the gospel of John. Um, and I'm thinking of John 17. Let's see. John 17, verse 26, as he's praying, the Lord Jesus says, I made known to them your name, the name of God, and I will continue to make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in, in them. So that same love that the Lord Jesus receives from the Father now rests on us. You are loved this morning. You never have to doubt that. You never have to doubt the love of God. If you have confessed Christ as Lord, you are not only a child, a son, a daughter of God, but you're also loved by God. And it's not that you're loved when you do right, and then when you sin, you lose that love. No, that love remains. The love is stronger than death and holds on to you no matter what. So let's hear that message this morning. You are a child of God. You are loved. And then that third statement that came from heaven at the Lord's baptism said, 
in whom I am well pleased. I am well pleased with him. But this morning, once again, in a miraculous turn of events, God is saying that same thing to the believer. I am pleased with you. You are accepted. You're acceptable to me. You're not rejected by me. You're accepted. And so just one last verse in Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians 1. Not at one verse, but one little passage. I won't read the whole chapter, but there's a long sentence here at the beginning of chapter 1 about all the things that are ours in Christ. Verse 3 starts off, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. And then it goes on in him. We have obtained an inheritance in Christ. You are accepted by God. You don't have to do anything to gain acceptance. You have found a place to belong, and you'll never be rejected again. So the prayer is that this morning, anyone on this call who has confessed Christ as Lord, hear those three messages as you prepare to be thrust into the wilderness of 2021 for trial, for temptation, for testing. Remember who you are. Remember your identity. Remember that you are loved. Remember that you are accepted by God. And may that fuel us for the work ahead that we might never take our eyes off of Christ because it's in him that we can experience these blessings. To him be the glory. Amen. 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 Amen.